You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Everybody, our final episode of 9 to 5 goes to Fantasia, if you don't count the 9 to 5 Zs that we'll eventually get around to doing. We have watched two movies. I watched the closing film of Fantasia, The World's End, Edgar Wright film starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, the, the crew responsible for Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and... All of them fun movies, and you watch. I have a surprise. I actually watched two. So oh, I have shit. Haley, the the Mexican uh, thriller zombie story. So it's our. Uh, is it completing our our zombie film? Actually, because we watched a Cuban zombie film last year. Yeah, and and this one is actually closer to Thanatomorphos, so it uh, completes Ooh. all kinds of circles. And then this isn't really a movie, so I'm only going to say like a sentence or two about it, and I'll just do it right now. But, um, so the, the short film before Haley. Yes, and okay. it was called uh, You Do Not Feel As Bad As I Feel. And um, I thought it was a tiny little masterpiece, and the audience that I was with was, like, not into it. They gave it half-hearted applause, and the, the writer, director, producer, whatever, was, like, in the place at the so... time. I felt so bad for him because it was so goddamn good. So it will look here, set it up and... Yeah. So it's, like, it. this very, very tiny little story about this spectacularly ugly little man who is obsessed with a woman who is not his wife. He stalks this woman. His actual wife leaves him. He becomes alcoholic, and his life is shit. And and it's called You Do Not Feel As Bad As I Feel. <laughs> it, like, sets up this character who's, like, kind of reprehensible and then explains why his life is shit. That, that's the movie. It was, like, it's so simple, so elegant. It was beautifully shot. The music was incredible. It was just a, a tiny little masterpiece. Oh, that's I was so happy with it. <laughs> and I clapped so hard, and I was the only one. You're like, woo! Yeah. Everyone's like, he's the director's friend. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. And it was so good. Ugh, I'm angry. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll do Haley first. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. the World's End was the closing film, so we'll close on the World's End. Okay, just so like the festival. this movie was really good. Okay. It was really, really slow-paced, slowly shot. You had to, like, let yourself get into scenes that are going to take, like, ten minutes to go anywhere. So I don't – it's, like, hard to, like, just jump in and, like, really enjoy this thing because there's no – the gore is not really there. It's not, like, a slasher fic. Um, What's it about? It's about a guy whose body is rotting. Just like Thanatomorphos. Yeah. And except that this guy is still trying to maintain a life. So he, like, in in the writing about this thing, it says that he's turning into a zombie and, oh no, what's he going to do? But in the actual film, he's, his body is just sort of decomposing. And he's right. putting on makeup. He's, like, taking ice water baths. He's doing everything he can to, like, avoid... Zombification. Zombification, right? And, um... The, the you know the the like the makeup to make him look rotting isn't as great as Thanatomorphos and it doesn't revel in the gore of it like that other film does it just presents this character who's just like very slow and I can't really tell if he's dim-witted or because they wanted to like make him zombified yeah like maybe his brain is slowing down yeah yeah zombie. exactly yeah. but um he's still like kind of an interesting character and he still tries to interact with people around him and he um and and it's like him struggling with like what do I do 
Like, like it sounds almost like a comedy setup, but from what you're saying, it's not. It's not even slightly. But like it sounds yeah. like a, like a hoo hoo. Look at the zombie trying yeah. to go. But instead, it's like the really sad, depressing of I'm trying to fucking get through my life being a zombie. Exactly, and he has a shitty job, and he's not a very attractive man. So <laughs> he work at a call center or something. No, he he, he works as a night guard. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. He works he works as a night guard for a gym. Yeah. So he's like seeing all these people around him being like super healthy and buff and working out and yeah. stuff, but he's just like flimsy and his limbs break accidentally because he's all rotting and shit like it's it's crazy that sounds all right uh, would you recommend it it's it's like too slow and too indulgent to be like a general like recommend just go see it it's fun but it's like a very thoughtful movie it's very indulgent in the scenes that it has it's really good i it I, sounds I, a little bit like uh midnight sun with zombies Oh my god, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> like, Except that Midnight Sun had a bit of the sexiness of vampires, and there was like a romance there. Not really. Remember, it was pretty botched. Like yeah. he, like he want. They, it was like, oh, I'm a vampire now, but it was like pretty fucked up, and like the sex was all yeah. fucked up and stupid. I, I rewatched it in the last in the last little while. So because. Okay, remember, you, I don't know if you saw this, Warm Bodies? Yes. The zombie movie yeah. that has romance? So in that, zombies stay sexy. In this, zombie not sexy. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like an ugly Mexican man who is becoming a zombie. So right. there's all kinds of things wrong with it. Right. So it can't really be approached on a romance story, although there is a little bit of romance. But but it is still like a very thoughtful take on yeah. the zombie thing. Hmm. So I recommend it to aficionados of the zombie genre. Zombie films. Yeah. On... All right, so tell me about World's End. World's End. Yeah. So Edgar Wright is having a... Having a fun time in Montreal because he just won the uh, best comedy director award at Just for Laughs like cool. a week ago, and now he's fucking. I think world premiering. Do you want to bring that up? Was it? I think it was, I'll, I'll take a look. Actually, it's, I mean, there was a bunch of the stars there. He was there. Nick Frost was there. Like there was a whole bunch. Simon of, Pegg. Yeah, I don't think Simon Pegg was there. Aww. He's probably busy with Star Trek or something. Yeah. So anyway, World's End. Mm-hmm. Real quick, should say up top. Doesn't say it's the uh, North American premiere. Maybe. Uh, doesn't actually say. Oh. Maybe it's not a premiere. Oh, keep looking. Oh, Canadian premiere. Canadian premiere. Okay, yeah. so it was the Canadian premiere. Because <clears throat> I was like, I, I was like, I'm sure he probably premiered it in England. Yeah. And and it's if you haven't seen the trailer for it, it's a um, film about five friends who mm-hmm. go back to their hometown. They they did they have a, a challenge to themselves, which is a golden mile, which is twelve pubs in a night, and you have a pint in every each pub. Twelve pints is a non-trivial amount of beer. <laughs> is a non-trivial? That's right. <laughs> yes, twelve pints is a lot, and it's like, and they like right in like the first five minutes, they actually they relive like how it went down the last time they tried it, like when they were college guys, and he's like, so and so dropped off in the middle of the night, and it's like whatever. Then we made the mistake of like getting high, which was a huge mistake to try to attempt it. So they didn't actually make it. Yeah. When they tried to do it, and they're like in their college years. <clears throat> so now this is years and years later. They've all gotten on with their lives, except for Simon Pegg's character who's, like, still a fuck-up. <laughs> and then he's like, gets them together to try to fucking do the Golden Mile again. The last pub on the tour is called The World's End. Okay. <clears throat> so they go back to their hometown. It's a fun setup. Definitely a fun setup. So yeah. he, he rallies the troops. They've all fucking, like like I said, got on with their lives. Simon Pegg's still a fuck-up. So there's all this tension between, like, why the fuck are we even doing this? Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. He, like, lies and manipulates them to try to get them to do this because he's like, this is his fucking... He's like, this is my goal in life. Like, you guys have jobs and whatever. He's like, this, this is, is all my I, thing. This is all I've ever wanted to do. So he like does whatever he can to get them. When they get there, things are not as it seems. Whoa! And you kind of see in the uh, without. It's in the trailer, so it's not a direct spoiler. But we'll say that like it's either aliens or robots or monsters or pod people or something. Right. Have been like replacing the humans. You see in the trailer, their eyes light up and they go crazy. So it's like shit gets really fucked up, and then. 
They need to deal with it. Right. Um, like, like almost like any uh, Edgar Wright film, it's you know we often talk about films like faltering in their third act. Yeah. The, the, if you remember, like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz is like the complete opposite. It's like this slow, like sort of build up, and then like the third act is like woo. Totally, totally. Exactly. And it's like the exact same thing. You're just kind of watching this film. It's got like giggles and chuckles or whatever. And then for like the last 30 minutes, it's like a fucking riot. That's the way to end a movie. <laughs> it's you just, want them strong. At yeah, the exactly. Yeah. It's like it's. I don't understand why more people don't have this going on in their film. And it's not just. And it's not just even like obviously. I mean, if you watch the trailer and yeah. you heard my explanation, things are going wrong. Obviously, the action ramps up towards the end. But even even the comedy, like the jokes, get like. Better. Like more rapid fire and like kind of like funny and punchier and like the characters are like more out there and it's like so your your third act is like jam packed full of action and comedy and all your storylines are coming together so it's like that was a good way to go Edgar right <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just sort of like way to fucking pull this one through I like most people I'm sure fondly remember Shaun of the Dead how does this compare overall as the comedic experience it's here's the thing and it's the same thing that I have fit like. Like, I think Shaun of the Dead sort of, like, stands apart as of the Edgar Wright films, but I think that might just be because I, be, I really like zombie movies. Like, yeah, I don't really yeah. know. And I was like, if I was a huge, like, cop movie aficionado, I'd be like, Hot Fuzz is the best! Yeah. You know, and it's like, and this is more of a, like, invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing. And if I was a little more into the sci-fi stuff, I might say it's the best. Like, they're all very, wow. very funny. Yeah. And I don't think there's necessarily saying... It's like, they're all specific takes on genre films. So it's like, if you like this genre of film this will probably be your favorite Edgar Wright movie. Wow. But it, like, for me, it doesn't hold up to, like, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, You're a zombie, zombie guy. Like that's that's how it is. Dead. Exactly, and it's super fun. Okay, but that's still a pretty damn glowing recommendation. Yeah, yeah, You're, like, comparing it to, like, a pinnacle of comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think it's a little bit um, tighter, because he, he also did the Scott Pilgrim film. And I felt that the Scott no Pilgrim... Shit. Yeah, he directed it. I, I don't love know. that movie. Exactly. And I feel that he might... It was a little... I feel Scott Pilgrim was a little bit of a misstep, especially from the source material, because it wasn't as funny yes. as the yep. comics were. Yep. So I don't know if maybe he like, um, <laughs> like got his stuff together to make it more of a comedy. However, it certainly shows that he directed Scott Pilgrim really? because like the fight scenes are bonkers. <laughs> like just like people like pick each other up and like spin each other and like smash through a table and all that stuff. And like his films have always had those like action scenes, but it's like the fights now look like Scott Pilgrim fights. Like they're yeah. so like people like run and like jump and like pick up and then like fly through the window and like roll like a, down. Like a live action anime almost. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Like the, the whenever there's a fight scene it sort of goes into Scott Pilgrim mode. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. No, that no, no. Great. It's, yeah. it's entertaining. The fight scenes are super entertaining, but <laughs> just sort of like it seems kind of out of place because these are not supposed to be like anime fighters. They're supposed to be like dudes drinking. So, right. but because all the fights happen that way, it's just sort of like oh, this is just how fights happen in this world. Sure. So yeah, a super high recommendation. Uh, it's, I'm sure it's getting a full theatrical release. I'm I sure. Hope, it, hope is it does soon, yeah. really well because it was. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Cool. And Edgar Wright deserves to be recognized as like a fucking comedy director whose name isn't Jeb Apatow. High five! Yay! All right, let's spoil some things. Some These are the spoilers. Yeah. Haley. Okay, so the the turning point of this film, okay, like it sets up, he's he's turning into a zombie, he's trying to deal with it, he's putting makeup on. Mm-hmm. He has the turning point is when he breaks his leg or something while he's just walking along, and he mm-hmm. wakes up in a mortuary because they found his body and thought he was dead. And the right. mortuary guy is there, and he's like, "I knew it could happen." I knew eventually someday so this would happen to somebody. But you have to think, what are you going to do with yourself? Are you, like, if you just let yourself decompose, you could become an I and spend the rest of eternity as an I. Think about that. 
And it, like, it doesn't dwell on him thinking about it. But from that, like, up until that point, he had a bit of, like, resignation about letting it happen. Mm -hmm. And then his whole, like, he changes a little bit. He, like, tries to meet people and talk to people. And he never talks about his condition. He never explains it to anybody. But he, like, becomes a little bit more proactive about his life. And the final scene of the movie, this is, like, the only thing to spoil, I guess. The final scene, and I thought this was particularly brilliant, after he's, like... He, he starts, like, cutting his ties with life, and he quits his job, and you get the impression he's, like, resigning himself to death. Mm. And he meets this girl who, who tells him about Haley's Comet and how it always comes back and, and the journey that it takes through yeah. the stars all by itself, and hence the title of the film. Mm. And um, and he, it, it, like, sets up like he's going to die, and instead he... And this is, like, exactly like Frankenstein in a weird way. Mm. He puts himself in the Arctic where it'll freeze and stop his body from decomposing, and it just shows him, like, walking alone and nude in the Arctic. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of the, the end of the movie. I, I was just so happy with it. It was, like, smart and quick and... I don't think the or it was not at all quick. It was incredibly slow, but it was it was very like like we're talking like seven minute standing shots of him sitting there naked as he's waking up at the mortuary and he's not moving and the only motion on the screen is like the the mortuary worker who like makes himself a ramen thing and then sips on the ramen thing and is like, do you want any? Of course you don't. Seven minutes, <laughs> you know. So like you got to be ready for that, but. Um, yeah, I thought it was smart. There was stuff to think about the whole way through it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. World then. That's it. There's nothing else to say. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. World then. There's. I mean, so it turns it's out. Comedy. That, yeah. It turns out that it's aliens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying it's aliens. But, but it's, it's aliens. aliens. <laughs> yeah, and they have these. Uh, they, they do these genetic coding things, and they like they re. Um, they like they steal all your DNA, and mm-hmm. then if you don't want to like go along with them, they make you uh, like a replicant of you in the cool. city. And then, then you're, and obviously you're super pro alien at that point. Right. But it's like, and then it turns out that it goes, and it's like a whole bigger plot of like this is just how they they conquer. It's like it's an assimilation, and they're like, and usually some people need to be turned into like replicants, or they call them blanks, mm-hmm. and some people don't, and they just work together, and then they just like join a global community. But it turns out that like they're having huge problems with Earth because like we're just assholes <laughs> so it's like they're like they're like exactly like how many people in this town have you not had to replicate and there's like two guys and they're like yeah, this is obviously not working you know and it's just like, amazing it's, it's yeah exactly. it was a lot of funny and it's like simon Pegg's like one of the bigger like thorns in their side because like even though all this stuff's going on he's like i still feel like we should do the golden mile <laughs> 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 and it's like there's like all this like shit that just like goes on and on. It just wants to get hammered. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. That's it. And he's like, you don't understand. Like, this is like my one meaning in life. Because like, at the first, like at one point, they were like, why are you guys still doing the Golden Mile? Because like a girl who's like starts with them and then comes back, and they were just sort of like, because they know, like, we know the replicants are watching us, and if we like stray from the course, they'll fucking notice. And this, nobody else had a better plan. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's like, there's a whole bunch of shit like that, and like. Yeah. Because of those elements coming together, like I said, the third act is just sort of like the aliens are just going ape shit. The fucking humans are like the entire cast is shit faced yeah. by the like the by the third it, act. Yeah. So like all their decisions are like fucking garbage and stuff. <laughs> like it just comes together in a in a grand old way. I I'm so pumped to see it. It sounds so good. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sophie fucking loved it to pieces. Yeah. She uh, she wrote Bought a review tickets. up on the site. Yeah. Uh, she came to the media screener. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was very, very excited, and she loved it. And I, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good film to fucking end it off a big budget, like comedy genre piece. And I saw a non-budget, uh, slow-paced uh, non-thriller. Whatever, man. That's what Fantasia is about. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, all we have left is the the nine to five to, to yeah. try to crank out. That'll come out probably next week. This episode should be up 
tonight, I think. Cool. Friday night. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This and thanks to Fantasia for letting us come and see your movies. Yay! Hopefully we'll see you again in 9to5.cc on Facebook, and uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.